Hello everyone, I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Route, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issue between issues between food producers and food consumers. Hank Vogler checking in from White Pine County, Nevada, where he's probably going to tell us that he's much colder than us because I'm currently 22 below wind chill. And there are 1,700 miles of roads closed in Nebraska as we speak. Hank Vogler, what say you? Uh, God bless that global warming. It was at 47 <laughs> degrees today. It rained and snowed a little bit. Kind of just couldn't have been a nicer day. We sorted cattle, got everything ready. We're shipping some cattle today. I mean, it was it, 47 scary. above. It, it, Above zero? Yeah. We haven't had five days all winter below zero, and that is just absolutely a miracle for this place. We've usually had 30 days below zero, and a couple of them in the 20 to 30 below zero flavor. It's just, man, this global warming. I I've, I ordered some pineapple seed and some macadamia nut seed and, and you know, rice. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. This is great. If you don't order coffee... And grow your own coffee. You're you're wasting your time. My wife's on the tea deal. We'll probably have to get some tea too. <laughs> <laughs> so you missed a great time at the uh, National Western Denver, Colorado, 2024. It's still going, by the way. I'm just not there. That's kind of goes for quite a while. They've got a rodeo, and don't they sell a bunch of uh, cattle too? Yeah, bulls and things like that. Oh, absolutely. It was a fantastic week. All the cattle sales were really good. There was a, a week ago Sunday, there was a bred female sale. I think those bred females, those are all heifers. I think they averaged right at 2,800. I believe the one that was that Wednesday, Wednesday night, there was another bred heifer sale. I think they averaged maybe 3,100. They were a little higher. And these are all commercial breads. That does not include all the breed sales. I hear the Charlotte sale went extremely well. There was a Western Elite female sale. Uh, across the board, all the cattle sales that I heard of were fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's a good start. I'd like to hear that. So our cow numbers are down, and, and uh, this winter's probably going to level the playing field in a few places, too. So, uh, you know, it's just... Oh boy, always something. But I'm glad to see that we get the year started off right. So well, it's that, raining that, in California, but it's not raining big time, I guess, on the Sierras. Or the snowpack is down quite a bit, but it looks like your snowpack is that pretty good snow for you guys, or do you usually have that much? Um, no, we're pretty normal. At the, well, we're behind normal at the moment because we have had such an open fall, but we had a little bit last fall. But we don't have snowpack. That's not something we do. We don't... The snow melts here. It runs to the river. We don't know how to capture it. I see. Well, anyhow, we don't either. We dedicate ours to the Delta Schmelt and the Delta yeah. Schmelt went to Hawaii last year when the floods came. So, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so you said we started the year off right. I'm not sure I agree with that because I read this on Across the Pond, Andrew, so I might as well share it with you as well because you're directly involved, actually. 
This is from a friend of mine who stays up to speed on natural gas availability and prices, unlike anybody I know. And this he sent to this this to me on Friday. Because today is officially a holiday, you know that, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Natural gas stayed at two dollars and forty cents up until Thursday close, and then it closed at two eighty-seven uh, and three quarters per decathrum for cash. Friday gas traded for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday because of the holiday. Today, Monday. This is again on Friday, and it closed at twenty-five dollars per decathrum. So it went from two eighty. 287 to 25.7. And he says what it looks like is that it's going to continue to get worse. And they are expecting 225 per decathlon. That will be at a point where schools and public buildings will not be able to afford to buy natural gas to heat their buildings. And the reason that is happening in the natural gas business is 100% because of Things that have happened like at Delta, Utah, where they shut down the coal-fired power plant, convert it to natural gas. And so we have a severe shortage of natural gas coming at us headfirst because we have refused to embrace that reliable energy supply called coal. Well, yeah, because, it, you know, I mean, uh, it puts that CO2 up in the air that makes grass grow and, and trees grow and things like that that we also use and and exhales oxygen i mean how else are we going to limit the world's population you know without the genocide that we're heading into starvation choking to death because there's no oxygen i mean get on board here guy and, and that's get not just tongue-in-cheek because over the weekend i also saw data that our current co2 levels have decreased enough where expected normal plant growth this spring should not be what you expect because we are putting a dent in the co2 in the atmosphere when that happens catastrophic events will follow well yeah i mean I, it's it's uh it the 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 inmates are running the asylum uh, <laughs> you know you tell the big enough lie, and people believe it. And and the fact that in all coalition governments, and that's what we have is a coalition government. We have we have the Democrats, no matter whether they're right or wrong, they at least coalesce around their issues. We have Republicans from the East Coast, West Coast, Central Nebraska, Wyoming. All these are different class of people, and we've gone along with it to get along and and here we are it's unbelievable that we have allowed our education system to fall apart don't run for president run for school board yeah. run for something that, that that's on a local level i agree agree 100 and you're the first one that alerted my world that the school system has been a disaster since the 70s. Well, it's been a disaster since longer than that, but for sure since the 70s. Well, look what happened in the 60s. I was there, and they were against the Vietnam War. Uh, they were against big government. They were against uh, uh, special privilege. All of these things were all the things that were the mantras 
to get out in the streets and protest. And, you know, and way back then, they had protests that went to Washington, D.C., kind of took over the town, did all kinds of things. Uh, and they, they arrested people then, too. But, you know, they let them go, too. They didn't give them 700 years in jail. I mean, all these kind of things didn't have, start happening yesterday. Uh, you know, all this evolution of insanity started in the 70s. Those people became teachers. Those people became college professors. Right. And what did they teach? The male bovine fecal matter. And here we are. Welcome to the party. And I don't have time to get in this properly. We have one minute, but we'll set the stage. I had a friend from the state of Washington who sent me a note, and I'll find the exact number during the break, so I have the exact number, a proposed bill in the state of Washington that would virtually eliminate the constitutionality of the sheriff, which is our ultimate protector. Well, Boy, do I, we need I want to restate that. The sheriff, from a, a governmental standpoint, our ultimate protector is... That's, that's a whole spiritual discussion. That's not what I mean. But from a constitutional standpoint, it is built where you just said the county sheriff, the county commissioners, which is you, school board, are the ultimate authority, and then we work it up from there. Well, the state of Washington is trying to eliminate the whole elected position of county sheriff, create a council, and where the state legislators can say, nope, we don't like you as a county sheriff of that county. You're out. Hank Vogler, you do not qualify. You believe in giving people the liberty that our founding fathers did. We don't want that. We're back with more. We're all right. Hank Vogler, Trent Luce, after this. Well, in today's world, many people are talking about nitric oxide as a part of healthy living. But Dr. Nathan Bryan steps in here because how do we know the difference between one nitric oxide supplement and another one, Nathan? Well, there's several things you look for. Is the people that are that are that formulated or backing that product ever published a paper in the nitric oxide literature? Do they know anything about the basic enzymology and biochemistry of nitric oxide? Because here's what people do. Put a lot of ingredients in a bag or in a capsule and call it nitric oxide. You have to understand how the human body makes nitric oxide. You got to understand what goes wrong in people that can't make it. And then you got to pro provide product technology that actually fixes the reason you can't make nitric oxide. If you're low in testosterone, you don't give precursors or things because you've lost the ability to produce testosterone. What do you do? You actually give the actual molecules. Same thing with women with hormone replacement. Full details and order the product at no2u.com. That's no number two letter u.com. Put Trent as your coupon code and I pay the shipping. Wait a minute, that's not good. Welcome back. We're all out. Trent Lewis alongside Hank Fogler. All right, so you in tune with what's going on there in Washington? Uh, Washington State or Washington, Washington State? Everything I was talking about there was Washington State. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. You know, uh, I, I, are you zooming the Whitefire County Commission meeting? Uh, I got madder than a, well, I got hotter than a, a toolbox at the pawn shop. By golly, uh, I knew I was being just shoved to the curb or pushed in the corner and it, it all came out in committee assignments for the new year. I should be on the uh, resource advisory council with the BLM, the Forest Service, and Nevada Department of Wildlife, all the 
government agencies were 97% federally owned and the state wildlife is buying everybody out so they can, they've just about eliminated the wildlife so they need some more land. Uh, All of these things. And somebody who I thought was at least neutral or worthy of her position, been on there longer than anybody else, laid into me that I was uncouth or whatever. I had no business talking to these people. I was eliminated. They had the big deal about the uh, swamp cedars to, with the uh, special privilege for to give it to the park service. I mean, all these things. Everybody was invited to that but me, and I thought, well, that was just an accident. <laughs> I knew better. But <laughs> Oversight. They, they forgot me. my invitation. <laughs> yeah, it got lost in the mail because the swamp cedars are just down the street right here. Uh, I mean, just all of this stuff, because I would have said, you know, Senator Maestro, Senator Rosen, uh, John Raby, you guys are all here for photo op. You're all going to be on the front page of Rolling Stone magazine helping the downtrod tribes around here. But you're going to make a circus out of it. You're turning them over to another guy. Nope. No invitation. Well, she went ballistic Wednesday that I want that as a committee assignment because I I was too disruptive. I I I was I was not worthy of being on the organization that has more sway over my family operation has tried more times to destroy me uh, everything in the world and I have I should not have a voice. I should not represent the county for my fellow ranchers i'll tell you what now i knew it was coming and i was really tickled when uh it all came out and 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 i had several people that evidently listened to that uh on a zoom or something and and boy they were mad Okay, but uh, I got to retool what you said a little bit it's not just that you and your family are affected you have experience. You you have firsthand experience in this activity, which is, again, as you've repeatedly told us, 87% of the, the land in the state, this is the majority of the land in the state. You need somebody chairing a committee or even on the committee that has firsthand experience so that they, ha- they are better apt at going forward to know what needs to happen, what doesn't need to happen. That's the reason that it's a, a, a criminal that you're not on that committee. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I didn't even get to be the chair. I got to be the alternate. But the alternate can still attend the meetings. And guess who's going to be there? Uh, I'll, I'll have my red dress on with my white carnation. That's what Jack Dempsey got. Or not Jack Dempsey, but uh, who, was the, who was the criminal that that's what his girlfriend wore so, so they'd know who he was? Uh, Anyhow, I'm not, I will I'm be not there. sure. Who are you talking about? It's back in the 30s. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde? No, no. He was another guy that was kind of in the same business. And they were, uh, in order to identify him, uh, I think they deported her, too. She was from Hungary Hungary or something like that. What the heck was his name? Well, anyhow. He, that's how they found him that she had a, on a red dress with a white carnation. So 
I'll have my spike high heels. Well, on. I suggest you don't wear a red dress and a white carnation. I'm just saying. <laughs> I probably, I'm sure I won't. I don't even have one. You're sure Anyhow. you won't? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. What do you mean? You don't, you don't have to tell us you don't have one. We wouldn't expect you to have one. <laughs> my wife has one, but it's in Las Vegas. Yeah, I don't think it's going to fit you. Just saying. No, I sure wouldn't. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, uh, it's just crazy uh, that we have allowed, and we've allowed this because we allowed other people to stand up for us and then did not go back and check to if they were uh, standing up for themselves and, and, and furthering their political careers or standing up for the people, you know. Uh, I didn't even know the county commissioners got paid. That's how dumb I was. I, I thought it was... You you were there to represent the people. I didn't realize as a paid, uh, you become an employee. Well, maybe that's an incentive for some people enough to to get on and and we're going to have a new county commission. Two of them terms term limit out, uh, <clears throat> including my newfound friend. And uh, the chairman said he wasn't going to run again. So that's three will be gone and. Uh, There'll just be two of us left. We need, and we need some conservative thinking people, not a bunch of people that are yes men, yes men. But, you know, well, it's sort of like Trent. I'll tell you, I'll finish up with this. It's sort of like the bringing the immigrants in from all over the world illegally to stuff the ballots. It's the same thing there. The representation of the people in White Pine County is very limited. Almost every check in town is a federal, state, or some governmental agency that represents most of the community. And the independent businessmen, the ranchers, the people that work at the mines, the people that are involved in <clears throat> resources and in new wealth production are the minority big time. And so when you are running for county commissioner or you're running for the school board, are you actually running for the good of the nation or to perpetuate the mess we've gotten ourselves into? Most people run for personal self-interest. Because, well, I mean, you, I, I, you said I, I you would, didn't know that there was a pay involved, but there is no way. I didn't. With the, I mean, I think our county commissioners get $12,000 a year, $1,000 a month. And if, if you look at what that entails, there is no way anybody does it, can afford to do it, unless you're not contributing to society. And then you, you don't represent what needs to happen to go forward anyway. So the pay is kind of problematic, to be honest. Well, well, we get in, we get health insurance, uh, all kinds of stuff. And after five years, if you get reelected once, I, you get a pension. The one guy that's on there is telling me, yeah, my, he even knew exactly how much he was going to get at, at, on his pension for because he's tenured out. Well, do you get a thousand dollars a month? Limit. Two thousand. You get two thousand dollars a month. No, that's what we get paid. He gets. He'll get seven hundred dollars a month 
for his pension. Plus, Come he's out. already you on get $24,000 a year to be on the county commission. Plus health insurance. Plus health insurance. One on one of your counties broke. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and when I when they were looking for the money, you know, a guy puts in a housing development, all very upscale houses. He's uh, had a heck of a development, and they all signed a deal that he'd take, and he signed it. Take he take care of the roads some loophole or whatever he said i take care of the roads no more have a nice day and they even i think paid into it well nobody sued him i don't know what the loophole maybe was big enough that no lawyer would touch it so now they want the county to take over all those roads and um you know it's a it's a bone of contention and of course when i mentioned well we maybe should use the salaries of the county commissioners for the shortfall in the revenue and everybody thought that was pretty hooty, except uh, everybody else that was on the dole. I, I mean, it's just, you know, but we get we got two people. All they do is look for uh, grants, grants, yeah, grant this, grant that. Get a government programs. payment. Hank, it's just everybody with their hand out. We're going to get mine. I, I'm just saying that theoretically. I don't want mine. All right, Hank Vogler here. I want to remind you before I let you go. Simpson Farm Enterprises is going to have, have those annual events that got us all into all of this. The Apache Sprayer technology and service and reliability will be on display. Most importantly, the service. February 13th in Great Bend, Kansas. February the 14th, Valentine's Day. I will be in Ransom, Kansas. Ransom, handsome Kansas. More details about that plus Simpson on the web at simpsonfarm.com. At simpsonfarm.com. Back with more, Hank, after this. Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Lewis alongside Hank Vogler. He's got the answer to his proposed question. I have the answer to mine, Hank. John Dillinger was John the Dillinger. one. His girlfriend wore the red dress as they were marching over to the movie house so the police could point him out. So she was in on uh, the take. Well, I think they, they uh, had her pretty well into conspiracy and then they deported her back to her home countries or anyhow i mean it was yeah uh, they had her had her down pat so anyhow. all right in the state of washington the bill i was talking about from a sheriff standpoint is house bill hb 2027 wow well but you know if all you have to do is sit around and think ways to get more control for yourself, that's, that's the kind of crap you come up with. I mean, uh, it was it the 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 woman in Georgia or wherever court North Carolina, South Carolina, somewhere on the East Coast that uh, is trying to put said that Trump interfered with the uh, election and find out her and her boyfriend were traveling all over the the world. Uh, on the on the taxpayers' dime and all this kind of stuff, was she the district attorney for a county or for the entire state? Because I, I mean, I, uh, I, Fanny I, Williams or something like that. Or that, that that's not something I, I, I pay attention to, Hank. I don't know. Oh well, anyhow, it's the same thing. 
the people, the voters of that state, I think voted for Trump. What the heck? Why, uh, why all this stuff? You know, what, what's her right? But now I want to get to something that, I mean, <laughs> I thought I kind of paid attention to what was going on, Trent, but I have to apologize to my constituents. Yesterday, or not, no, not yesterday, Friday, I got my official Republican presidential preference primary election ballot. And I couldn't wait to open it up, vote, and send it in. So here are the people that are officially and uh, granted the right to and have the official state seal to run for the president of the United States primary on the Republican tent. John Anthony Castro, Heath V. Fulkerson, Nikki R. Haley, Donald Kajornis, Mike Pence, Tim Scott, Hirsch Singh, or your option is there's no place for a write-in candidate. None of these candidates. Now, <laughs> this right. is in poor little old Nevada. What do you? What was sent to you? For by the county clerk. The county clerk sends you something to ask you who you potentially would vote for. No, this is my official ballot for the the February winner. Yes, yeah, it's my official write-in ballot. When's your primary election? Uh, I think like the 4th of February. Oh. What the heck? <laughs> well, that, that's what I said. What the heck? I mean, okay, <laughs> now. <laughs> this is problematic on so many levels, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, waste of paper. Waste of postage, waste of everything. Do you know any county commissioners who can address this? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to certainly ask her. So, okay, uh, I got on. Uh, I talked to Alexander Graham Bell. They still have those, you know. <laughs> and and, and Where, where's he at right now? Anyway, I haven't seen him for a while. <laughs> well, he's ducking and covering, you know. But anyhow, I, I picked up the phone because my iPhone doesn't work out here. We're in a dead zone. And I called around, and there will be caucuses like there always used to be. Uh, where you, uh, I believe the, the, the last one I went to, you went to the gymnasium at the middle school, and if you were for whoever your candidate was, you kind of went off in the corner and – and then kind of grouped up, and then you had a straw vote, and that's how that's how your county did it. And uh, now with these write-in ballots and everything like that, now I don't know, but that's what is on the ballot. And there's no place in there that I could write in, uh, you know, Trent Loose. Yeah. Nothing, just none of these candidates. Well, obviously, uh, either people are going to throw them in the trash or none of these. I don't know who's going to show up at the caucuses. I'm sure that Donald Trump is going to get the Republican nomination in the state of Nevada. I'd be quite surprised if he didn't. 
But well, he wasn't on the list. Of, but How, how's he get the well, nomination just, if he's not on the list? I guess because we're going to have our uh, Republican Party, which this is <laughs> this is the crux of the whole thing. What in the devil does the states have anything to do with it? They should have absolutely nothing to do with it. It is strictly, strictly, strictly a private in enterprise. The Republican Party, the Democrat Party, all of these things. It is private enterprise. Isn't it? What what what's private enterprise? The is it the Republican Party and the Democrat Party? Aren't they? Yeah. Are, are they government controlled? No. Why no. why should they be government controlled? No, I, no, I no, thought no. they were separate entities. So your state Republican, your state Democrat Party, they're not government entities in any way, shape, or form. So why is the county clerk having the sway? to print a ballot that doesn't even have the candidates on there. Uh, shouldn't somebody have sent a letter to the Republican Party in the state of Nevada saying, be sure to put Trent Luce's name on that ballot? He has uh, the support of 50% of the people. Didn't I see two I weeks know. ago that Nevada announced that Donald Trump would not be on the primary ballot? They may have, but once again, the federal government uh, federal AA or FTC or QIX or LGBTQS, whatever government agency says that Eastern Nevada doesn't belong in to get uh, with satellite dishes, is not allowed to get any information about the state. Uh, we've decided that they fit best with the issues in Utah, so therefore they cannot pick up any. Uh, state uh, channels on their TVs. I don't get anything except through the newspaper, and it's always dated a week or so old. Okay, when that, I get that it. has that has nothing to do with the the, the state run primary. No, but do do I go? Do I have to move to Carson City to find out what's going on with the state in an instant, like you can on I don't know WeChat or 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 stuff like that or TikTok. We don't have any we don't have any uh Nevada channels. We don't have any news at all of Nevada. Oh okay, well, you're better off with that. But that has Probably, that yeah. has no bearing on what you're describing. Your county clerk is responsible to the Secretary of State uh, only. Yep. Okay, the Republican Party as you said is a private entity that is a group of Republicans. Now, they can have a central committee, they can have county committees, they can have whatever, but that is not directly involved in the election in any way, shape, or form. Okay. So they can't call up the secretary, uh, they can the call county the, clerk? Yes, they can call the, them up, uh, but they don't have any authority. State. Well, who gives them the authority to print a ballot that doesn't even have Secretary of State Who has one of the possible three leading candidates. Either one of two things that your county clerk is going rogue and doing whatever he or she wants, or two, your secretary of state is telling the county clerk, which is typically the case, telling the county clerks what they should be doing. 
well, either way, uh, I, I'm not probably the only person that is going to notice that there's. I, I'm going to caucus. I'm not going to. I'm not going to vote for this. Whatever this paper says, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. And Iowa's it's caucuses today, by the way. If it costs ten cents, that's ten cents more than it should have been to not have two of the three leading candidates on this primary ballot for the Republican Party. It to me, it's not a state issue. It is. It is the Republican Party issue, just like the Democrats. No. Are the Democrats going to have Joe Biden on there? Uh, on, on their ballot for their primary, or will they even have a primary? That, but but again, that's not the Republican or Democrat Party's job within a given state. Now, I, I think a worthy discussion out of what we're having here is, and I've yet to see a county county clerk who's willing to take on the Secretary of State and say that we decide what happens in our county. They always cave because. Uh, I think that caucus or hand voting is the only path forward, hand voting and hand counting. And we have, in my state, I, I just want one county to tell the Secretary of State, we're going to count them by hand. And they have the authority to do that, but they're all scared to. Your primary is going <laughs> to well, be February 6th, 2024. Early voting well, begins January 27th. Well, I got my ballot here that's going to go in the round file, and and they're saying they're going to have the Republicans are going to caucus, which is fine. I'll be there, but uh, but again, it's just if it costs ten cents, it was ten cents too much to spend on this nonsense. Okay, I don't so, even understand uh, what you got going on because you have a presidential preference primary. This is not a primary. Presidential preference primary is Tuesday, February the 6th. Your primary election is is June 11th. What what the heck you got going on out there? Why why do you have a uh, primary uh, preference instead of a primary? That's like saying, well, we want to see who's in the lead so we know how to fix this. That's exactly what that is. But I got to go to a break. We'll be back with more confusion about the voting system after this. It doesn't matter where you're located. You're going to find an interest in this meeting the Northwest Landowners Association is meeting in Bismarck starting on Wednesday. It's Wednesday and Thursday of this week. Karen Bud Fallon is just one of the minty presenters, but Karen I had on last week talking about the challenge in the national asset companies. People are finally recognizing the dangers of these conservation easements. Make sure you appear at the Northwest Landowners meeting in Bismarck. Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Luce alongside Hank Bugler. Good thing he's a White Pine County commissioner. we got to figure these things out. This is crazy. Yeah, I, I, I never I, even heard about hey, preferential primary. I, I don't even know what that is. Well, once again, it proves my theory. This ballot showed up with a crease in it. The ballots that they were deciding whether to count in the last election None of them had a crease in it, but they were going to count them, and I guess they did. But that particular news program went off in an instant. So, yeah. <laughs> I You know, I, it's just what in the world's going on? We have a primary whenever it is. 
and and we vote period end of story and you can vote for anybody you want if they're registered in the republican party or the democrat party or the independent party or the whatever party they have their they're on the ballot maybe maybe they have to maybe there has to be a minimum selection that you can't uh, if you have three supporters you can't get on the ballot but uh, there are some people that are not on this preference ballot that uh, even represent anything. So it's just, it's just, it's well, just re- the Department of Redundancy Department. Okay. This is just problematic on many levels. Forget about Donald Trump. All right. You, you don't yep. have yeah. Vivek, who I, I think nope. he's a con artist. But he, he clearly is getting a lot of attention. He's clearly in the top five in terms of awareness and desire. You don't have Ron DeSantis, who some believe can win it. And you don't have uh, Binkley from Texas, who clearly doesn't have name recognition. But you have four people or three or four people I've never even heard of. And you don't have Jackson. You have like six viable contenders of the top ten. Who aren't even listed on your ballot, and and it's and it's a presidential preference primary. I don't even know what that is. Well, okay, Mike Pence has dropped out. Tim Scott has dropped out. Yeah, the only in the only one on here that even has any percentage of the Republican vote is Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. So it's a, that's a ballot to give Nikki Haley the bump. That's what it is. The bump up. Yeah. Give the man a cigar. He can be taught. <laughs> it only Haley took 27 minutes. <laughs> I know. Nikki Haley is the status quo. She, The people that are giving her money are trying to defeat Donald Trump. She does not represent anything. She's not a new path forward. She's the status quo. The go-along-to-get-along Republican that that has been selling us out for 30 years for their own political benefit 30 years 50 years in my life so okay. all this it's that, just that's ridiculous. not the point that, that that's your no, that's your is waste of time that's your opinion of her that's not the legal point that we're making right i understand i'm sorry I just threw that out yeah <laughs> This is why you don't get to be chairman of committees. You're always throwing out your ta- your tangents <laughs> instead of sticking to the facts. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. I apologize to them starving Ethiopian kids too. I don't know what the heck. <laughs> you know, I mean, it all boils down to one thing in this whole nation that we need to get a handle on. When you go in to vote, you better have voter ID, or if you like me in a in in a in a, a, a very rural area where it's a hundred two mile round trip, a lot of the voting we could have some terrible weather. So I do have the opportunity have for forty years, thirty years, uh, a mail in ballot. That might be all right, but I should have a personal password that I have to put on that ballot yeah. that only relates to me. Or uh, that nobody else can jimmy yeah. the system any more than they already do. But Hank, you got to have voter ID. Hang on a second. I got to pause it. I'll be right back. But in one thing, it's another today. Good grief. 
Well, I'm going to have to talk to Grace Newally about his dementia. He's the only person to call. I know. Every Monday. <laughs> Every All Monday. Right. Back in three, two, one. Well, do you honestly believe voter ID or not? Do you honestly believe that there is a fix to the current scenario? I mean, it's like tear down, start over, or nothing's going to ever be right. Maybe that's the answer, but there has to be something done. Uh, my own daughter in the last election, I didn't even ask her who she was voting for. There was a lady who's a person of color that we have a holiday today on, was ahead of her in the line. She was in the line to vote. She walked up, grabbed about 20 ballots, and went into the voting booth. And nobody said a word to her. Yeah, uh, I don't know how pre prevalent that is everywhere. Uh, I know they're catching people stuffing ballots or catching people doing all kinds of stuff. My absolutely shock was I happened to be in lost wages and uh, on voting day, because I vote, you know, uh, with a mail-in ballot, so it wasn't important. And here's this coffee table. I know I've said it before. These stacks should were at least 18 inches, maybe even higher. I don't know how many mail-in ballots you can stack. There was four stacks of them. The Republican was standing there. The Democrat was standing there. The poll watchers, all these people were standing around. They came in late, came in late, late after the polls were closed, everything. Uh, and, and they were deciding whether, uh, because of some law that the time had lapsed, that whether they should count them or not. And not one of those mail-in ballots had a crease in it. Right. They just came out of the cranking machine that makes them. Okay, but as a White Pine County Commissioner, you have the right to ask this question. You surely know. Do you use in Nevada the ES&S machine or the Dominion machine for tabulation? I have no idea. Because if you have the ES&S machine, I can speak to this because I have copies of contracts in Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota. ES&S is a machine that was predated the Dominion machine, actually. The Dominion machine is an offshoot of the ES&S machine. The ES&S contract is with Microsoft. And Microsoft has an operating system that tabulates the votes. The votes go to a cloud. and then from the cloud, they're sent to the Secretary of State's office. Secretary of State sends back the results to the county. We know for a fact that in that cloud, the voting manipulation is occurring. I can document that. That's not even an issue. So it doesn't matter how many votes are counted or not counted when they're manipulated on the cloud. And that's why everybody gets beat by the same percentages. There's no deviation in demographics or percentage of winters, winners. They all have the same percentage di differentiation that they get beat by because they're manipulated in the transfer from the county clerk's office to the secretary of state's office. And this was ingenious for them to do it at that level because when everybody talks about we have to have voter integrity and we got a problem, we got to count these votes by hands, the county clerk gets all defensive, like you're saying that I'm not doing this accurately. Well, yeah, they are mostly in most cases. There may be some manipulation taking place at the county clerk. I'm not saying that they're all 100% upright, but what I'm saying is they can do everything exactly right, and the manipulation occurs between their 
uploading it to the cloud when it's a contract with Microsoft before it goes to Secretary of State so the numbers are not manipulated at either end, ultimately giving us what we have. That's what has to be fixed. And why I say it will only be fixed when we vote and count by hand. I'm on your side. We got to do something. But we also need to not be able to go in and get a driver's license in the state of Nevada and register to vote. With the identification of the driver's license that you just got two minutes ago. Right. Which you can take in Spanish. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you know, I was in South Florida Thursday and Friday. And... I was in Denver and I was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, all in the last 10 days. And the number of non-English speaking people that crossed my path that either clean hotel rooms or working in restaurants or working on airlines or whatever the case may be has just exploded. Yep. And so all the people that are on the bottom end should be absolutely livid if they have come here legally and are trying to live the American dream, and they're going to get bumped out by making accommodations for the people that are here illegally. And and they will all become voters. And who will they have beholden to for a while until they figure out they've been duped? You know, Joe Stalin said, let them vote. Let them vote. It's who counts those votes that matters. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you have homework times, assignment, boys and girls. Before next Monday, you're going to have to report back on what your voting systems are and who the contract is with to tabulate the votes and transfer them to the Secretary of State's office. It's a deal. Can't I'll wait to hear best. the results of this White Pine County Commissioner meeting. <laughs> hey. I just have one word of advice. Recall. If you if you, <laughs> if you spend if you spend any money looking up your family tree, don't be surprised that there aren't a bunch of squirrels living in it. So. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's the same. Okay, we don't have we don't have time to do this, but as livestock enthusiasts, we're, we're conflicted on this. Because all of a sudden now we see where through cybersecurity attacks, people are attacking and getting access to the DNA data banks for human beings. And it's like, why do you send in your your DNA to a 23andMe to see if you're Scottish or if you're Swedish or what the situation or, or American Indian? What's the point? Why are you doing this? You're just creating an opportunity for stealing of your DNA. Well, I'm then I'm going to steal mine because I don't care. <laughs> I'm who I am and whatever brought me to here. I'm sticking I, with I'm what here. I think I am. It doesn't matter. And I am in the same yeah. boat for Hank Vogler, Trent Loose. <laughs> We're off and running on what's going to be, uh, uh, I think, a dark week. I, I really do. I think the electricity is going to go off. We'll see. Both of us remind you that all roads do lead to a roll route. 
Certified Piedmontese continues to be the premier supply of tender beef, the only real guaranteed supply of tender beef. Get more details about the Great Plains cattlemen that work at supplying this, and here's the best part of the story. You don't need to go to the store. We deliver to your door. Order today, cpbeef.com. Well, there has to be mail service in order for you to get it.